All right. Cheers, All right. baby. Cheers. Um, we are back for, I guess, a first official episode, and we are really excited. This is Avatar Tea Time. I'm Jess, and this is my husband, Beaver. <laughs> Say hello. <laughs> All right. Woo-hoo. Let's go. Um, but today, we just decided that we wanted to kind of talk about episodes one and two from uh, the first book. And kind of just talk about uh, just our insights, our opinions, and maybe break it down a little bit into the characters, because that's pretty much the first two episodes, is um, showcasing the characters, their backgrounds a little bit, and all of that. Yeah, we get introduced to a lot of the characters, you know, the main gang, and then the antagonist. Antagonist Zuko, Zuko. Um, and his uncle, Uncle Iroh, so mm-hmm. and his crew. So, yeah, yeah. I guess first start out. Um, it was actually really interesting uh, watching these first two episodes for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, just because we always, when we do, just like have it on. The first two episodes usually isn't the one that we really. No, yeah. Gravitate towards. Mm-hmm. I would say like the first se- like season, like the first season entirely, maybe yeah. like the last few episodes that, of the first yeah, season. Yeah, that is something that we pointed out right away too. Mm-hmm. Is like the opening scene. We're like, wow, the art is so different. The art is so different, yeah. and I'm glad that they changed the, the art later. Too. And yeah, mm-hmm. but it's just very. I don't know. It's just simple. It's it's simple, and mm-hmm. then I think that we always forget that it's like a kids show. It right? is. It's, it's intended <laughs> for kids, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think that I had said this in like the kind of the intro, but like you just grow up with it, and then it means like so much more at different times in your life. Yeah, I honestly forgot to how young they were when uh-huh. they first started out because started out (laughs) like from the first two like few episodes because it's true like we kind of grow up with the series as well and so yeah yeah i definitely think like it brings us it brought me back to like the child jess i feel like and like for sure um I don't know, just like watching the first two episodes kind of brought that back because it's been a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like you kind of like have like the same emotions or it's like deja vu when you're watching? Yeah, it? a little yeah. bit of deja vu. It's almost where uh, like because I knew we, we that we wanted to talk about it, too. It was kind of mm-hmm. like I even mentioned this to you when we were watching. I was like, I wish I could have go back to when I was young watching this again and just like know it, like I wrote in my journal or something I wish I had that you yeah. know like where I just knew what my opinion was of the show yeah and um because it is that like emotional deja vu but like to have those insights would be yeah. so fun <laughs> but, but at the same time though like you're just watching it as you're a just kid. watching yeah. it yeah you're, you're just it's entertainment it's entertainment and yeah you would never think that and if someone was like you should write it in your journal about i know it. About like, this when, show. Like, one day you're gonna want that you'd be like what yeah no, i weird. just want to watch this cartoon on <laughs> like, saturday you know? but yeah i i mean there's so many insights i wanted to just kind of start off like we start off with i mean we had so many different yeah. insights and it's just i guess life because yeah. 
as you get older you just start to see like just things that happen like you know we we see ing and appa and they're frozen in the thing and then they mm-hmm. yeah we get an introduction to you know uh Sokka and katara mm-hmm. and kind of their dynamic and everything and there's a lot of insights that i had yeah um, you start off with your insights maybe. yeah so like one of the first insights that i had is that you're introduced to them and um katara like just with her bending like how Sokka is just like what are you doing yeah <laughs> you're like wasting your time like with right. this magic it's just like this woo woo type stuff and mm-hmm. he's like fishing and he's like i'm doing something actually important and she's and like over there trying yeah to... she's yeah and that's just one of the like first insights that i have when when watching that episode yeah, yeah. and to go along with that i think um that's exactly it. yeah like sock is over there fishing he's like so serious about what he's doing and the tasks that he's working on or whatever mm-hmm. and exactly like what you said Katara's over there kind of like experimenting I guess with this magic you're kind of understanding that she really doesn't know too much about uh water bending mm-hmm. and then she starts to get emotional and that's what was so interesting to me is that it's uh we start to not only get this like sibling rivalry uh dynamic not so mm-hmm. much rivalry yeah. but more of just like dynamic like bickering and fighting oh, yeah. and katara starts getting emotional and that's when like that because of her emotions and like not that kind of recklessness in her emotions she doesn't know how to control her emotions nor it illustrates that with her bending and that's what ultimately right that's how they discover the boy in the iceberg yeah it's her emotions kind of not being able to control her bending yeah yeah that's cool it's interesting yeah it is interesting yeah and then so like they they free ang and then this is just something that I like realized, right? Mm-hmm. Being older is that like immediately. I mean, I guess it's just hard when you're watching it when you already know how it all plays right. out, you know? Right. But like, That's true. Y- you know, later, you know, that there's a war going on and that like he starts to unfold his story and stuff. And so he ran away from home. He kind of like runs away Aang from ra- his. Yeah. Away Aang from runs home, away yeah. from home and t- from his responsibilities as an avatar. Katara and Sokka don't know he's an avatar at this point. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as he's, like, unfrozen, he's like, you want to go penguin sliding? <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, like, me just being exactly. older, I'm just like, what the heck, dude? Like, he, you that's ran like, in an yeah. iceberg. Do you realize that? Yeah. <laughs> you ran away. Like, do you even remember? And do you remember, how does how do they tell him? The, like, Well, because that's what something i wrote down okay. in the um in regards to the i think the second episode oh is it they, that- Sokka and katara don't even know that he's th- the avatar you yeah. know all they know is that he is an airbender and they haven't seen airbenders in, and yeah, yeah in 100 years yeah. yeah so they have no idea that he's the avatar mm-hmm. he hasn't mentioned or said anything yeah it isn't until the second episode when Zuko. it is interesting though i will say this babe is that like how he he is purposely keeping that away from them that he is and not like in this like this like he's trying to like fool them or Mm -hmm. it's just like he really just wants to be a kid and and play and 
if he tells them that they're the avatar, they might treat him different. Or, right. And he just doesn't want to. And then, so I have, yeah, something yeah. to say about that, about the second <laughs> episode. Up. Perfect. Um, but do you want to say anything about, I have, I have another thing, but mm-hmm. do you want to say anything about like the introduction to Zuko and Uncle Iroh? Um, well, even before that, that's when we find out that, um, before we get introduced to Zuko and Uncle Iroh, we find out that, um, that Katara and Sokka, they, um, are from this Northern Water Tribe village mm-hmm. where it was, um, it was just them. I, essentially, like, Sokka's the only man and, and that do you kind of get an idea that like the fire nation has invaded them and right? yeah you like, kind of get kinda... some sort of idea like that because mm-hmm. just from that even conversation with ang as well as with sokka and katara and the seriousness of sokka yeah. um you kind of get the the vibe that well he also mentions that two years ago the dad went off to, to war, war. Mm-hmm. and so it's it goes into that like, yeah. seriousness, so you're, you're, I you're guess. Picking, yeah, it does. And you're, you're starting to pick up, like, during the first episode, mm-hmm. that there's something going on, mm-hmm. that the men have to be off at war. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Sokka's this child. They're, so, yeah, that was one of the children. insights I had, They're too, so- is, like, how much responsibility, like, mm-hmm. Sokka was put on. And I'm just, like, <laughs> I told you this while we were watching it, but yeah. um, Sokka's, like, explaining how his dad and all the men have gone out to war. Sokka's, like, 14, 15. Yeah, maybe 16. Ra- I- when it's on him, so, like two years ago when they went off to right. war he's 12 13 years old oh my gosh. and they're just like yeah we're all gonna <laughs> we're all gonna go to war and, and it's only hey, so- him. Sokka, like here you go you gotta watch the whole tribe you know You're just like what yeah and it, and it sounds like he does say something about ang mm-hmm. um Sokka does you can mm-hmm. see that Sokka kind of doesn't trust like i wouldn't you know Mm-mm. this kid that comes out of the ice and yeah um, he's just like playful he just wants to and the main reason uh Sokka's on edge is because he's like okay there's a supposed airbender that comes out of nowhere is he like an right. ally of the fire yeah. nation yeah. you know is he coming to destroy yeah. his people and Sokka's just like a no-nonsense type of person because he's been thrown into that um into that role as like protector right. Right. but he like as you'll find out in the series like he is actually the like biggest nonsense right. type of person you know right. and that is also and he's just an, scared yeah that is also an interesting point is that like he is naturally like this jokester type he of person but he was in this role right. and you see how stubborn he is and mm-hmm. but i mean when he's with his tribe is because he has to be yeah and it kind of it's not working for him because he's trying to be this leader which he's not yet because he's, he's young, not yet and well, he, he just doesn't, doesn't know how to yeah exactly yeah, Sorry, so. baby. <laughs> no no you're good you're good <laughs> he just doesn't have that maturity yet to even understand that responsibility i feel like mm-hmm. i mean he goes into this like oh okay i'm gonna go train these youngsters yeah. you know he's like come on crew let's <laughs> yeah. go help you know it, it's funny and, because yeah like with all the little kids all his military like exercises and even his watchtower and it's it's just like things that a kid would make up if you put too much responsibility on. Correct. And yeah. it's like, you know, when you're older, you're just like, 
or if you even have like some like war experiences like right. dude this is not gonna work but he's mm-hmm. doing the best that he knows how to right with being so young so exactly yeah it's very it's almost sweet it is yeah mm-hmm. i i feel like this this next time going around and just kind of talking about how we were wanting to talk about the avatar i have like a lot more respect for Sokka. i know because <laughs> he's kind of like as you'll find out in like later episodes is that it's so he's true. like the comedic relief mm-hmm. but um he he shoulders like a ton he does yeah there's relatability, I think, in all of the characters. And that's For why, sure. again, why it's this so show is it's timeless. Is so, it's timeless. <laughs> and it is obviously here we are, you know, um, later in our years, <laughs> later in our years, but as adults now, just like still obsessed with it, you know? Yeah. Um, I think along to go with. Or to go along with all of this, too, I think um, let's talk. continue talking about Katara and Sokka, and then we'll move on to Zuko and Iroh. Okay. But um, something else that I, that I wanted to touch on in regards to bending in mm-hmm. general is that um, Katara, she genuinely just wants to learn how to waterbend, and so that's why she feels this such gravitational pull to Aang is mm-hmm. like, oh, He's an airbender. I've never really experienced any other bending yeah. other than what I feel so strongly in my body, I assume, yeah. you know? And um, what we learned from her conversation with her grandmother in this episode is that waterbending is this, like, ancient art, and it's, like, part of their culture. Yeah. And just, like, you know, knowing, like, culture and to me is so, like so strong and knowing like who i am is so important it mm-hmm. gives you purpose yeah and so i feel like that's envelops this like this again pool to ang i mean as a little kid we're like oh she has a crush on ang that's why <laughs> right. but but i think as an adult it's a lot more serious you know yeah it's a lot deeper than it is a lot that, deeper that pool is just maybe feeling like understood for right. the first time ever because mm-hmm. uh yeah that in her tribe even though grand grand you know yes, grand even though grand grand is mm-hmm. an elder she's a non-bender she is an and so she doesn't really know how to ever talk to katara or like to um relate with her with mm-hmm. that with something that's so crucial in like these benders life mm-hmm. and so even though you know ang is a totally different bender mm-hmm. she's just she's just like drawn to him yeah yeah so it's really interesting it is interesting i like what you said about like just your culture and stuff mm-hmm. like it's something there's a lot of stuff about culture that's like it's it's not like <laughs> bending elements you know right. but it's hard to explain and it's hard to explain to people certain aspects of your culture if like there's they're not part of your culture correct yeah yeah so, yeah i like yeah. that like just explaining lot. also in regards to culture i'm hawaiian mm-hmm. i and yeah. uh, my husband beaver here is samoan so yeah. culture is a huge part in huge yeah in every part of our life in our lifestyle and mm-hmm. um just who we are yeah i mean and i mean themes will start to like 
be revealed as we go on but like there's so much cultural stuff in this cartoon that mm-hmm. relate to like the polynesian culture correct yeah um like honor you know like right. that's like that's like i mean jumping over to like zuko so zuko is like yes. the main antagonist who is searching for the avatar and mm-hmm. he's trying to restore his honor and you don't get a ton about him but you just can tell he's like driven and angry and he's like he just like to, needs he, to prove yeah, himself he needs to find the avatar <laughs> yeah but he needs to and he's also that is like there's so many like parallels that we'll get into of like as far as like shame mm-hmm. and oh um, my gosh yeah yes. and like also just being being forced to be a grown-up before right. it's time you know like mm-hmm. um yeah it doesn't like it starts to in the first season like kind of unravel his story slowly um zuko and like how hard he had it growing up and that's why you can see like there's so much anger and Mm -hmm. like he feels like there's no honor to like him right now and he needs to get that back and he needs these outside like (laughs) you know forces are just like yeah anything anything anything. yeah um yeah so how Zuko gets introduced is that um all of a sudden we see him on a ship and he can see a light get triggered right yeah is that the first scene when we see Zuko I I think I think so like you can see him on the ship and he's looking and then Mm -hmm. yeah and so that's when we understand, and that's when we get introduced to Firebender. So at this point, we only know that, oh, Aang's an airbender, Katara's a waterbender. Mm-hmm. We've heard that there are waterbenders in a separate area. And then um, we get introduced to Firebenders, and we get introduced to Firebenders with this, like, angsty teen again who needs yeah. to restore his honor, and he yeah. needs to find the Avatar. Yeah, and he's, like, in this huge black menacing boat right it's a war boat it is a war boat (laughs) as soon as it goes to him and you're introduced to him you can kind of feel like almost that same type of feeling like when you see darth vader that's exactly what i thought thought. yeah so it gives like some insight into him his character and also just like who the fire nation is is like they're this intimidating like menacing force Mm -hmm. you know something a line that's so interesting um because we get introduced not only to zuko but his uncle iroh Uh in that episode yeah and something immediately that we understand exactly we that's our first scene we see this war boat we get this impression of darth vader like this (laughs) like dark Uh sort of like antagonist like these these the fire nation are evil quote-unquote but yeah. then we get this line of where it's like um from uncle iroh he's uh, zuko is firebending or being like training or something like that mm. and iroh says that firebending comes from the breath yeah and we already are given these like little nuggets of wisdom from <laughs> right, Uncle yeah. Ira, where... yeah, he's like, it comes from the breath, not the muscle. Not yeah. the muscle, no. And you can kind of tell he's like a Mr. Miyagi type yes. of character that's a teacher to him. And mm-hmm. uh, he has experience with like war and stuff. He, mm-hmm. He's lighthearted. Yes. Um, yeah. And you kind of don't really know. Any of their stories. Yeah, their story. And so you just can see that he's helping Zuko. Zuko. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's, yeah. Zuko kind of treats him 
pretty bad. He does. Yeah, he, like, is very short with him and mm-hmm. ordering him, like, it's not his uncle, you know. Right. But, um, yeah, you can just tell that there's a lot of anxiety in Zuko, and he's just kind of, you know, that, you know, you we've seen it so many times with a teenager that's young, mm-hmm. and he's just trying to f- find it, or she, or they're trying to find their way, and they're making a ton of mistakes, and you're just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, looking <laughs> you're at like, them. okay. Yeah, so he's looking for the Avatar. You don't know why yet. Um, and that's kind of, that's kind of first episode. First episode, yeah. Well, like our, kind of our insights and uh, a big insight also, um, to go along, we kind of discussed it, but just how Aang is so playful. That was just like a huge insight in the first episode Yeah, is that Aang just wants to play. He wants to, he's very curious about things. He doesn't take into account the severity of the Fire Nation quite yet. Doesn't understand the destruction they've given to so many lands and stuff because then it ends with the first episode ends with them going into one of an old fire nation ship that has been been abandoned mm -hmm, and um they set off a booby trap and Mm -hmm. so that's when we see that zuko oh he spots that there's an airbender it must be the avatar and so that's what carries him to well does he realize it's an airbender does he just realize that it's a fire nation ship he sees that it's an airbender because the light shoots off and he goes. Oh, yeah. And then he looks. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and, and he's then... able to see that uh, there's an airbender carrying Katara out yeah. of the ship. Yeah. And so. Should we mention, too, before we move on that um, it is like they do like you do get in multiple different scenes where they're like, it's been a hundred years since. The, yes. Yeah. So, yes. So it's been a long time since anybody uh-huh. has seen the avatar. Mm-hmm. And so both Sokka and Katara have, they're not aware suspecting yet. Yes. Yes. Him at all because, and uh, Zuko is not expecting Aang, this 12 year old kid, because it's been a hundred years. They like, everyone would assume that, that it's it would be older. this old person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, right. But he sees that, and so, yeah, that's yeah. how it ends, is that they set off the booby trap, and then he is, like, set course to, let's go over there. Attack the village. Yeah, attack the village. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and then just opening into, are you ready to move to the second episode? Yeah, I'm so ready to move into So, opening the to the second episode, you see that they're walking back, uh, mm-hmm. Katara and Aang, you can see the whole village is out there, and they're kind of mad. Like, oh, and then that's you- when Sokka confronts Aang. Because um, Aang was just trying to have fun. Yeah. But he confronts um, Aang. And there's, like, deep stuff to that, too. He's the protector, you know, uh-huh. like, uh, Sokka is. So yeah. He's just like, what the heck? I still don't trust you. Like, mm-hmm. you're, I, you did that to give away our position to the right, Fire Nation. Right, and All these feelings that he must be feeling. So, yeah. I thought it was really interesting. Um, there's this very, even though Sokka is a child, uh-huh. he's 14, 15, I don't know, 16 by this point, maybe. Um, the women, there's women and children. Yeah. The children are just like, egg, hi, <laughs> we're so excited to see you again. You're back. And all the women behind Sokka are angry, mm-hmm. but they let Sokka. Yeah. You know, talk to Aang like that. Kind of engage. And get, and, yeah, engage yeah. with that instead of... It's just it's just interesting. It's yeah. just interesting. Um, 
they respect Sokka in that light. They must, you know? Yeah. Well, and it goes to show that he didn't just take the, this mantle upon himself to be, like, the leader, protector. Right, right. These women they, also pushed. They put him there. And mm-hmm. that the dad put him there. The dad know, did, too. Know. And he says something interesting that I caught. He said, I, like, I promised Dad that I would keep you away from anything that, like, might, uh, might, put you oh, in danger right he says so that. that's why he's like on mm-hmm. edge even more you know yeah he says that to not, about uh, yeah that to katara mm-hmm. he doesn't want her not to only, get in any right, danger and he's not only protecting his people but like his personal promise he made to his dad for his sister yes yeah. Ooh, and that's huge yeah and then yeah i had this point so like in that then you just start hearing this rumbling like Sokka's mm-hmm. getting ready for battle and stuff but he has no idea what's like what the really real happening. war is right. about. No, he doesn't. Yeah. That's something I thought of. So at this point, um, Aang leaves, right? Mm-hmm. And so then... Um, Does he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Aang he leaves, leaves uh-huh. with Afa. And then... Um, so yeah, and then Sokka starts getting ready for war. Yeah. And he immediately goes to getting the war paint on. <laughs> um, everything you're supposed to do. Everything that you're supposed to do. He gets all, like, dressed for war, mm-hmm. what I imagine like a child, how a child would, yeah, picture that has no real experience, has no real experience yeah. getting ready for war, right? And he has not, he yeah, because he he probably you know what you know of what's going on when you're a kid is a war is going on, but then like it starts to rumble and then the Fire Nation literally brings their huge war boat cra- cracking the ice to come yeah, all the way to all the way <laughs> and you just see his face like it's such a huge warship that uh-huh. he's just like oh my gosh yeah but the cool thing too is that like you see Sokka uh, like who he is in that moment because even though this huge ship um arrives he's still trying to fight he's still trying and it's only him he's not giving up yeah, no. he, yeah it's, it's all, all <laughs> it's they drop the him. gate <laughs> they drop the gate from the front of the ship and then he comes out and he's just still trying to fight and i did have a funny insight about um how well i guess it's it's not funny but it just goes to show like so zuko's mind has just been engulfed in finding the avatar mm-hmm. knowing that the avatar is supposed to be master of all four elements Mm -hmm. and still searching and like going on this mission to capture the strongest being in the world, you know? And so he's been training and training every single day. And so Sokka runs up and just without even trying at all, he just like kicks his his (laughs) stick out of his hand and then like kicks his face and sends him into the snow, (laughs) you know? And so you get to see like, uh-huh. You get to see how advanced uh, Zuko, Zuko is, is compared mm-hmm. to them. In yeah. fighting and combat and just yeah. a lot of uh, things in regards to that. Yeah. I know. I like that, too, that insight. Um, I also thought it was um, interesting that Zuko immediately comes in with just, like, power. Like, I am a firebender and threatens that with the villagers right and you know what we get into so that's our first introduction or that's Sokka and Katara's first introduction to Zuko yeah and then we also that's our first introduction to Boomerang yeah <laughs> <laughs> True. yeah 
Boomerang. Boomerang. The real MVP. <laughs> the real MVP. <laughs> because, of course, um, when Sokka's down on the floor, um, he throws Boomerang, misses uh, Zuko first, and then that's what comes back and hits yeah. Zuko. Yeah. Well, it's funny, too, uh-huh. because so he throws it, uh, Zuko dodges the boomerang, right. and then he, he breaks his his neck his other stick that he got his oh, right. spear and so he right. breaks it again and then he's just like kicking uh-huh. his butt but it's funny because it kind of shows too when the boomerang comes and like hits him it's like you're still a you're a kid too yeah you don't have a ton of no he doesn't have either. a ton of so I, I like that they do that mm-hmm. yeah I do too. That's also the first thing that Aang says, you know? Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> that, um, so Aang immediately after that comes sliding down on a penguin yeah. <laughs> because he can see from afar that, um, after he ran away or he kind of got kicked off from yeah. the village, mm-hmm. kicked out of the village, um, Appa was too tired, so he took this penguin and slid down. <laughs> and I thought that was so funny because it's like total, it just like, it develops his character perfectly like um he just slides down on this like penguin he <laughs> to the fire gets nation. to go <laughs> to <Yeah>. the fire nation <laughs> and to help his friends you yeah know? it shows that like he came back to help shows that he came back to help he and he cares help. yeah he cares mm-hmm. about people yeah and then that's the first thing that that's the first yeah, thing that he says. Because Zuko's cause, like, wait, because then he wait, he airbends. You're an airbender. And he's like, you're an airbender. You're, you're the be, avatar. Yeah. He's like, you're supposed to be 100 years 100 old. something years old, and you're just a kid. And then he's Aang's like, like, and you're just a teenager. It's yeah. <laughs> so funny. Because they, they, they are. They're all just kids. They're all yeah. just kids. That's, so that's like so a awesome. good, it was a good realization, too. Um, because that's why, as a kid show, we related to that as a kid also, you know? Yeah. Because there are just a bunch of kids, and here... I mean, this is like an insight I was going to have to <laughs> Yeah. But, but it was like, there are just a bunch of kids, um, like Aang and his gang. So Aang, Sokka, and Katara eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, they find hope, and they're just wanting to essentially kind of save the world you know yeah. and Zuko's just a kid wanting to save the world in his he- mind yeah, you know in his perspective in his perspective and so and that's as a kid like that's what you want that's as a kid you yeah you like you there's so much hope in your mind there's yeah. so much hope of the world in your mind Right. And you just... You're going to change the world. You're going to change the world. You have this, like, desire to uh, create change, to become... I don't know. I don't know if all kids have that. I think it also depends on privilege and your um, upbringing, of course. Mm -hmm. But I think there's just lightness to being a child. There's innocence to being a child. Yeah. and yeah having that perspective yeah it's great being a child too though because i feel like then you grow up and then you try to come to this full circle moment to become like a child again true yeah because that's when that's when you like love the hardest that's when you look at the world and like a yeah we can change the world we we can do this we can you know like we can make a difference Mm -hmm. and it's hope. It's hope, yeah. 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 You have more hope when you're a child. And mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that could be like one of the biggest reasons too why I feel like our whole generation is drawn towards this. This is because it's kids Mm -hmm. who have hope that literally have to save the world that do. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't want to give anything away. (laughs) (laughs) That do save the world. They don't. Maybe they do. I don't know. Um, yeah. Oh, I, so I did have, so, so Zuko starts firebending, right? At uh-huh. them. And, um, Aang just realizes like how bad the situation can get. And so he stops right. fighting. Yeah. And he's like, I like that. Yeah. He yeah. goes, if I, if I go with you, like, will you leave these people alone? And so he sacrifices himself. Uh-huh. Um, and one thing that I, I thought is that, you know, there's this like sigh of relief when, Zuko is taking him up and he's like um head towards the fire nation I'm going home and yes. that's all he wanted oh my gosh yeah that's exactly what I thought too and I thought also it goes to show his experience with like he's not truly evil he's not like he just wants to go he home. just wants, he wants to, to go be accepted home. by his people yeah because if he really was like a fire nation uh general you right. know or like coming he would have like because they were harboring yeah. the avatar, oh yeah, they would have all been destroyed. Like yeah. the village would have been destroyed. Right. But he was just like, okay, and yeah, I love that you put that the sigh of relief. He just yeah, like just take like, me home take to me the home. fire you nation. Can hear it, That's that all just, he like, wants. He's like, oh my gosh, I can finally rest. Yeah. Because it's probably been like the worst two years of his life. Right. Being banished and has everything. it been? Did it mention like two years? I don't know. I, we he, just he says so. that he's been. Um, so later on, uh, we'll get into this. But when he's talking to the Avatar, he says that he has like been preparing for to meet him for years. Oh yeah, yeah. that's so, true. Yeah, it's been years, you know, at least. Mm-hmm. Um. But so he goes with and goes with Zuko onto the warship and they uh-huh. leave. And um, he doesn't seem to be very worried like Aang. Aang doesn't. Yeah. He and doesn't. this plays into a, a cool other part where you get to see like just the na- dynamic between Zuko and Aang. Yes. Is Aang's just like, oh, I'll go with you. Like, okay. He's like, don't worry. Watch off of all until I get yeah, back. You know? right. And he's just like, whatever. And Zuko's so serious. Um, but one thing that I wanted to mention is that he makes his escape, like he escapes really kind of easily on the boat and, and punky. Yeah. And And then, so he, he meets Zuko and this is the first time that they fight each other. Yes. That's something I really Yeah. Okay. (laughs) You, you, do you want to go with your point or when Um, they fight or? You let's continue on with this, yeah. Yeah, so I just thought it was interest interesting. So their styles, yes, are so different. <laughs> they are. <laughs> like Aang is just like kind of having fun. Like, oh my gosh, oh I gotta move here. I gotta, right. you know. And it's very like elusive, very free, and very playful. Mm-hmm. And Zuko is like bending as hard as he can within the boat. Right. And it's just violent, and right. it's very just like. Yeah. And does not care what he destroys. He doesn't care what he destroys. What's around him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's like one thing that I that I noticed a ton watching the second episode. Yeah. It's just it, the difference in styles. Yeah. 100%. And it's interesting too, like, because we know how much they've grown in their, like, bending, of course, throughout the book. So, like, it's interesting going back now and seeing even more so that difference, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, 
it's a lot more simple, playful too. Especially Aang, like mm-hmm. that's when we first see him like go into the Airbending Ball. I think. Yeah. I don't know if that's the first time, but it's one of the first times when he's like, you know, like he's like. That's when we see him like traveling <laughs> around on his little ball. Yeah. Um. But before they are, um, we see them battling on the ship. Mm-hmm. We see, um, Sokka and Katara finding Appa. Oh yeah. And then deciding to go save uh, Ang. Yeah. Um, at first they're gonna go travel on the boat on this like little canoe yeah that they have from their village and then they decide to go on appa but i love the line that the grand grand says uh-huh. to sakka and um um and katara, katara. Yeah. um because that once they realize that the avatar avatar all in all just like brings hope yeah and like here she is she's elderly i don't know how old she is but she's lived her entire life yeah. without the avatar without mm-hmm. this hope it's been like the fire nation destroying her wow. entire yeah. life you know and like now she has her granddaughter who is a bender and who feels this connection with this avatar and so now she says that um that they're destinies are all aligned yeah and they both uh you see this like moment where katara and saga look at each other and just like uh, okay yeah. <laughs> they don't really understand it yeah. but you can tell like okay but like as a viewer who has seen yeah, it right. i'm just like, like yes, yes. <laughs> destinies are aligned. Yeah, and so um it was just such a cool moment and then yeah and then it goes to Aang and Zuko on the ship um Aang and they and and they decide to go save him Aang, save Aang. and I, mm-hmm. I'll mention it I don't think I mentioned that that's how they found out he was the avatar is by Zuko calling Same. him out it wasn't was the avatar mm-hmm. that he like had told them so all before mm-hmm. this time he had not told them yeah and it came out through that fight so yeah so fast forward back to so it goes to the ship mm-hmm. he makes his escape and then Sokka and Katara show up with Appa and are able to save um Aang ultimately yeah. except you want to know something yeah. <laughs> so what I notice is so their their battle their fight in the ship yeah. right uh-huh and Aang gets his staff he finds his staff again Uncle Iroh sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> and Which I'm like, was he really sleeping? Yeah, was he really? Or was he just like wanting, you know? Wanting, yeah. It's when you watch it back, uh-huh. you're just like, you're like hmm. and knowing who Uncle Iroh is. Yes. But yeah, anyway. Yes. So, um, so he finds his staff. He jumps off like that top part. Yeah. And he thinks he's free. And then Zuko you see him just yeah and you see his face you see zuko's face and an animated face but like (laughs) you see his face he just is like you can tell like he's like no like this is my only chance my only opportunity to return home right so he does not care where he lands what he does he just jumps right out he has one objective in his mind (laughs) one objective and so i thought it was so interesting you know that like moment where he just like jumps after him with all from the second deck from the second deck doesn't care and yeah i love that 
it, it kind of goes, it shows like a, a couple of things too that he's young. Yes, he's young, he's fearless. He's young, fearless. <laughs> uh, With that. And he's persistent. Of. Yes. Uh, he, and you know what it's that reminds word. me of Very too? Good. Is that so Uncle Iroh is his like fire bend, bending teacher. Right. And he just has a lot of experience. But what that reminds me of, that just triggered when you said that, is in uh, Batman Begins. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Here's another. But tell so me, tell it's, me. Uh, it's Batman and he's fighting Bane. And Bane's like, oh, you fight like an old, or you fight like a young man uh-huh. holding nothing back. And then uh-huh. he's like, um, he's like, admirable but mistaken. Ah. Yeah, and so that's just that's just who Zuko is, that you is. know, right now. Right. And he just has so much anger built up. Uh-huh. Um, and why, like, because I, I wrote, like, how persistent, that was one of the points that stood uh-huh. out to me, is even, um, this is, like, also the first time that we get to see the Avatar state. Right. And something that I thought right. was interesting is that his firebending is good. Right. Zuko's firebending Zuko's- is good, and mm-hmm. he's, like, advanced. And he actually hits Aang off and he's like kind of knocked out in the water. Mm-hmm. And something that I thought was so interesting is that, you know what triggered the Avatar state? Explain. Is he heard Katara's voice calling him. And that just foreshadows a lot yeah. of things, you know what I mean? But like watching it, it's just interesting. very interesting. Like, and I mean, you get, you get that thought that he kind of like loves her immediately right. when he wakes up and uh-huh. and she's the first one that he sees yeah but yeah that's uh Interesting. he could he hear katara's voice uh-huh. calling to him as and he's like he's sinking like... in the water and that's mm-hmm. when yeah Magic. and it's kind of like a another because right last time he was uh triggered into the avatar state though was in water yeah interesting yeah so goes into the avatar state is able to kind of he's able to waterbend yeah oh yeah he's able to immediately waterbend and Uh he doesn't know how to waterbend right it's crazy yeah i never made that connection before yeah that's the first time we see him waterbending essentially and so katara is probably just like what he's like what did you see him waterbend yeah Mm mm-hmm and so then, eventually, they're able to escape. Uh, Katara, you can see that she tries to uh, help escaping by doing some water bending, and uh, she's not so good at it. She's not so good at it, but, did, <laughs> but she's trying. Yeah, she did, does. Uh, the, she does the job. She she got the job done, which has to feel good, you know. Right. It's her first like battle experience too. Right. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I just read a point. Okay, so no, when they're like going off, uh-huh. you know, they're about to go off, and um, uh, they get stuck at the glacier because, of course, like um, Uncle Iroh's awake now yeah. and helping the fight, and um, they try to attack Appa and the gang um with fire bending. Yeah. yeah, when they're flying off, and then they get a. Gl- like a snow piled onto the ship and then they get stuck. Yeah. And what Uncle Iroh says as they're flying off is, um, who would have known or something along those lines that Fire Nation's greatest threat is just a little kid. Wow. Right? And it's just like, that's another another thought into this whole like, it's just a little kid 
is the is greatest threat to Fire Nation and he's just like also he says it like in a like well that's like good news sort of thing like yeah. it's a good thing that you know it's only he's just a little kid yeah you know that will cause threat but Zuko over there is just like he's like it's just a little kid and I couldn't like take him but he's also oh, a little so it's kid like another like shot at his ego it is a little bit shot of his ego mm-hmm. but also it's like it's just like another whole thing to be like, oh, these are just all little kids yeah. out here trying to save the world. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it, if you want like a, another like <laughs> deep thing is that that's like the future of any nation. Right. Like what can like take uh, your nation this way or that way is the kids, you know, and like. And that's what did. And that's what does. Yeah. And, <laughs> Or like, it does happen. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my, that, that might happen. That might know? happen. <laughs> okay. And so I have one more point. So, yeah. So he's disappointed their, their ship stuck because, uh-huh. um, Aang, like, air bent their fire to the side, hit the glacier, fell on their boat. So they're stuck. And then the end scene is them, and I, I think this is just such an awesome, <gasps> I agree, like, I agree, dope I agree. I think way. I know where this you're is going. just, like, <laughs> what I imagine. Like, this is, like, where there's so much, like, nostalgia and just, like, joy that comes from watching this because they're in the clouds. Mm-hmm. The sun's setting. Yeah. It's beautiful. Like, the it sky is. is pink. And, um, like, what I thought is that they're just talking, flying so high, and it uh-huh. has to just feel so cool. Right. You're a kid. You're free. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a purpose now like it's new it's adventure and it's, i'm just like the like what are the conversations that they have <laughs> up there you know what i mean right? on these long flights just being kids just uh-huh. loving life you know so uh-huh. yeah and so they're talking um and then the one thing that i loved is that like guitar is like why didn't you ever why didn't you just tell us that you're the avatar and, right and you see some of like the dilemma and the weight that Aang's holding is because mm-hmm. he never, and he says, because I never wanted to be. Yeah. And it's just like a lot of responsibility. And, like, and you just already get this, like, kind of this inkling that, like, he just wants to be free. He does. But he has the biggest responsibility. In he the has whole the world. biggest. <laughs> and you want to know something so, so interesting? Yeah. He's an airbender. Yeah. He He's wants to be nomad. free. And he's an air nomad. Like, that is, like... They don't even create nations. No! They don't. They're just... They're nomads. They're nomads, yeah. You know? And so, like, I can totally see not only, like, his... Just him being a kid and wanting to be free and wanting to just be a kid. Yeah. But also just, like, this innateness to who he is. He's an airbender. Right. You know? It's perfect. It it's is just perfect. Like... And that, that comes up in so many cool and funny ways because at the end of this episode, you know, they're like having this, oh, I never wanted to be. It's mm-hmm. kind of serious. And then he's like, okay, well, before we get you to the like water tribe, because that's where they're heading, right. is to get Katara, a mm-hmm. waterbending master, and himself to teach mm-hmm. him waterbending. He's like, we got to hit this place, this place, yes. this place to have yes. fun. And that's like the main thing that's on his mind. Exactly. And you want to know something that I thought of, though. And, well, we talked about for a little bit over there. What? Um, is that it's not until um, he's really, okay, so he's like really sad. 
he's there's such a, this big responsibility about being an avatar and he just wants to be a kid it's very overwhelming yeah. you know being the avatar must be very overwhelming right. and then it wasn't until he was just like well um like in order to become the avatar like uh she was just like my grand grand you would say that he, they were the master of all elements and so let's go to the northern water tribe like that's our first step yeah. and we'll just go to the wa northern water tribe and we'll master water bending together yeah. and it wasn't until he was like oh we're gonna do it together that and then he understood okay that's my first step yeah master water bending and i'm gonna do it together yeah. with my friends yeah. you know it was so fun, and, it was so fun. Yeah. and then that's when he was just like oh and then we can go here and here and here and here and that's <laughs> when it was like oh this is fun like we can have fun you yeah. know and so I felt like honestly I was like thought about you a lot <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> because yeah. it's once like it's once I mean just humans in general like yeah. when you're feeling so overwhelmed you're feeling this great responsibility on your shoulders and you're not wanting to necessarily have this responsibility you're just wanting to have fun yeah. and um but when you have those like, oh, this is my first step I'm going to do. Oh, and I'm going to be doing it with somebody else. Yeah. Like, it's just like it's freeing, it's you know, freeing, yeah. it's back to like, oh, I know who I am now. I know yeah. what I'm supposed to be and doing. I can do this. <laughs> I can do this. Yeah. It's like when you feel like you're alone mm -hmm. and the responsibility is just yours. And that I mean, that theme shows up so many times where one of them thinks that they're alone and then mm -hmm. like. They're learning and growing that they don't have to be if they right. like, rely on friends and the people that they they love and stuff. And uh, yeah, that I mean, I relate to that a ton. Um, you and I talk about like the balance of masculine and feminine, like mm -hmm. you know, getting things done, but also just like where am I headed? Is it headed towards like my purpose? And uh, you right. know, it's just like it's overarching, the, just the like mind body. Mm -hmm. like connection and yes. that's what the avatar is it's that just this is. mind spiritual body you know emotional connection um with all of it and you know what else i thought about with what? your point uh -huh. is my coach ryan yes he, <laughs> <laughs> i talk about my coach and some of the insights that he gives me a lot but he always like talks about this concept of that we're here having this like experience mm -hmm. and we like like true like awareness is like realizing that we're all just walking each other home interesting yeah. and if you look at that it's like oh yeah like we're meant to have like connection we we're meant to not feel alone like whatever mm -hmm. your purpose is whatever like you want to do like you're not alone you're not. and like everything is like going towards like wanting you to i guess like acquire that goal or like you know like because it's just your dream and like you'll have people that will support you support you, you because we're all in this world mm -hmm. together just doing our best and doing yeah learning and becoming growing. our own avatar <laughs> oh my gosh this is like this series my gosh this is like this series is so Wait, freaking don't cry, baby. good it's so good because it's like where else do you have like freaking <laughs> insights like that with a kid show you know oh my gosh but anyways 
that basically wraps up that episode wraps one up. and two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and goes to show how much we love it and yeah. we can talk about it. Absolutely. <laughs> for hours and hours. But anyways, thank cool. you for joining yeah, us. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>